Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, the judgment, based on our reading of 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 79. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab, thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Besha, the son of Ahijah. And the dogs shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and fled. When the judgment is set and the books have been opened, how will we stand in that great day? Sometimes when we see the wicked posturing as Christians, we are tempted to believe that God is silent and not doing anything about it. Sometimes we wonder why God doesn't do something about those Christians who continue to transgress the laws of God and yet they continue to hold leadership position in the church. However, when you read the story of Jehu in 2 Kings chapter 9, it is very clear that God is not sleeping at all. It is also very clear that God will one day act in a way that is consistent with the decisions that the disobedience have taken. Reflect for a moment on the message that was given to Jehu by Elijah after he was appointed king. In 2 Kings chapter 9, verses 7-10, to the word of the Lord said the following, And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab thy master, and I will avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, the son of Ahijah. And the dogs shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and fled. Do you see what happens to those who continue to dabble with witchcraft? Do you see what happens to those who continue to allow Satan to take control of their words, thoughts, and actions? This story reminds us that God is not asleep. Do you remember what God said in Romans chapter 9? Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, said the Lord. Today, the Lord is reminding us that we should never take matters into our own hands. God knows everything that is happening around us. And God is the best person to deal with the people 
who continue to transgress his laws. We have not been called to judge anyone. Instead, we have been called to love our enemies and pray for those who use us and persecute us. We have been called to let the wheat and the tears grow until the day of harvest. Leave everything in the hands of the Lord and allow Him to do what is best. Matthew Henry, in commenting on this passage of Scripture, said the following, Fear not sin. His command will justify thee and bear thee out. Fear not danger. His command will secure and prosper thee, that he might intelligently and in a right manner do this great execution on the house of Ahab. He tells him, one, what was their crime? What the ground of the controversy and wherefore God had quarreled with them that he might have an eye to that which God had an eye to and that was the blood of God's servant, the prophets and others, faithful worshippers which they had shed and which must now be required at the hand of Jezebel, that they are idolaters, that they were idolaters was bad enough and merited all that was brought upon them. Yet that is not mentioned here. But the controversy God had with them is for their being persecutors, not so much their throwing down God's altar as their as their slaying the prophets with the sword. Nothing fills the measure of the iniquity of any prince or people as this does, nor brings a surer or sorer ruin. This was the sin that brought on Jerusalem its first destruction in Second Chronicles 36 and verse 16, and its final one in Matthew chapter 23 and verse 37 and 38. Jezebel's whoredom and witchcraft were not so provoking as her persecuting the prophets, killing some and driving the rest into corners and caves. What was their doom? They were sentenced to utter destruction, not to be corrected, but to be cut off and rooted out. This J.U. must know that his eyes might not spare for pity favor or affection. All that belong to Ahab must be slain. A pattern is given him of the destruction intended in the destruction of the families of Jeroboam and Basham and he is particularly directed to throw Jezebel to the dogs. The whole stock of royal blood was little enough and too little to atone for the blood of the prophets and the saints and martyrs, which in God's account is of great price. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to allow the Holy Spirit to take control of every year of our lives so that we will leave everything in the Lord's hand. When the judgment is set, God knows exactly how to deal with every single person who transgresses his laws. Let us pray. 
Our Father, thank you for this word today. Powerful message. Powerful message. Lord, we thank you for reminding us. Leave judgment to you. Seek your guidance on what we ought to do and you will tell us where we need to focus our energy. Thank you for the reminder we pray to Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.